Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. This podcast is brought to you in part by Social Media Cowboys. They are a digital media agency that helps businesses get found online. Websites, social media, AdWords, geofencing, and much, much more. If you need help with online marketing, they are here for your business. Social Media Cowboys, practical solutions for real businesses. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Today is my 29th episode of the Confidence Through Health podcast. It's going to be a, a, a little monologue episode today. And what I wanted to talk about is um, really it, it, it has to do a little bit about faith. Uh, so it's a good topic for uh, a religious holiday such as Christmas, where uh, many people around the world are celebrating um, their faith and uh, the backbone of their faith. And so what I wanted to talk about is that sometimes you, you need to have faith in your abilities, but not necessarily be the best at whatever that ability is. And that can be better for you than being the best. If you have enough faith in your ability, you're going to work harder, typically, and you're going to have a little bit more um, gumption, maybe, a little bit more motivation, a little bit more stick to it, a little bit, uh, you know, more uh, just drive to uh, complete your task, whether it's a sporting event or, you know, a, a work related um, task that has to be done. You're more likely to uh, complete that well, uh, maybe not actually be the best, maybe not, you know, win, um, or achieve the the top ranking or whatever the system may be that you're, uh, doing this task in, but sometimes having more faith, but being less skilled, having less ability is actually better than having all the ability, um, I've seen this through my own coaching of athletes that that oftentimes the athletes that don't have that star ability will achieve more with their with the ability that they have because they work harder because they know they can't just turn a switch and automatically be the best uh you know in the game or the best on the court or the best on the track like they know that they have to work for it um, and, and oftentimes those, those are the better athletes, uh, as a whole. And it's also the same case. I, I heard, uh, someone on a, a, a podcast earlier, um, this week that said that the same thing happens with, uh, finances. If you go and look at, uh, kids that are growing up in families that have massive amounts of wealth, oftentimes those kids do not know, uh, or, or are not um, getting the same work ethic as kids that are struggling and having to work a job at, uh, you know, a fast food restaurant or somewhere, and learning the value of a dollar, learning the value of hard work, and oftentimes those kids are are 
Now, they still not maybe be as successful from a financial standpoint, but the the research that the, the uh, guy was pointing out was saying that those kids are happier. The kids that are working the job and don't have uh, as much money are happier because they have a sense of fulfillment inside of them. And and that's the same thing with, with athletes. It's the same thing with ability and, and having faith is that you have a little bit better sense of fulfillment inside of you if you had to work hard to achieve uh, that goal. If and, and I'm not saying that if you if you if something comes natural to you, that's a bad thing. I'm not trying to say that. Uh, I'm just trying to say that some, that oftentimes uh, the kids that that have to work harder um, have a little bit more fulfillment when they actually achieve the goal. And so. Uh, a lot of that comes down to faith. Faith is important in your health because you have to have faith that the program that you're following is going to work. You have to have faith that the uh, because it's not going to it's not going to happen automatically. It's not going to be something that you say, oh, you know, I haven't worked out in years, I haven't exercised in years. I'm going to start today uh, or January one. I'm going to start next week on January one. I'm going to start exercising and automatically I'm going to lose 50 pounds. It doesn't work that way. You're going to, if you do it properly, and what I mean by properly is in a healthy way and not uh, cutting corners that are going to um, cause you more health problems down the road. If you do it in a healthy way, then you're going to lose one to two pounds a week on average. And that's average. So what does that mean? That means that there's going to be weeks that you don't lose any weight. There's going to be weeks that you gain weight. And then there's going to be weeks that you lose weight. And it's going to average out to one or two pounds a week. So as you're setting your goals, if you're one of those people that's setting a resolution to lose weight in the new year, in 2020, make sure that you're setting a realistic resolution. If you are out there and you need to lose 40 pounds, quite frankly, it's going to be, if you do it in a healthy way, it's going to be around uh, October, November, that you hit your goal. And that's perfectly okay. And that's a good thing that it's taking you that long because there's two things that are going to happen there. One, it's going to come off in a healthy way. And so you're not going to lose excess muscle. Um, you're actually going to wind up building muscle. You're going to lose weight in a way that's going to teach your body how to do it for the rest of your life. And that's the healthy way to do it. If you lose too much weight too quickly, you're much more likely to bounce back uh, because not only did you, your body have to transition quickly in that state, but your mind had to as well. And, and it doesn't build, uh, it, it sort of backfires in a sense that it doesn't build faith in the system uh, that it's working because it works so fast that you don't know how to maintain that because you can't maintain that because if you're going to lose weight if you're going to lose, you know, 30, 40, 50 pounds in a two-month period, you're doing it in such a way that your body cannot sustain that, and your body will bounce back uh, weight-wise. So find that thing, that, that, that healthy way to lose weight, uh, and, and that's what I prescribe for people is one to two pounds a week. It's learning how to eat properly. It's learning how to take the... Uh, non-nutritional foods out of your diet in a way that you can in a, in a sustainable way 
So it's not going cold turkey on everything that's bad. Uh, so January 1, don't go cold turkey on everything that's bad. When you start Lent, which you know usually comes up right after uh, everybody goes and, and fails on their resolutions and they get to Lent and say, hey, you know what? Now I'm going to give up all these things for Lent because I can do it for 40 days. Um, you know, which is a little bit easier than saying my New Year's resolution is I'm going to not do something for the remainder of the year. So then it's just 40 days. Okay. And, and then sometimes it's, well, 40 days, except I'm going to go ahead and do it on the weekends. Um, so now it's just five days in a row and then it gets to, I'm going to try and eat one healthy meal a day, or I'm going to try and give up one, you know, one thing a week or and it. And, and now you're playing games with yourself because you couldn't set it up to where it's, you had faith in your ability to complete it. Set it up in a way that you have, you, you will complete it, be strong in that, and take out one thing at a time and don't take out another thing until you're solid with the first one. And so if you, if you are completely uh, on a poor nutritional diet, which is what's called the standard American diet, so if it's poor in nutrition... And if you're on that diet and you're following that, then you're probably drinking sodas every day. You're probably getting a candy bar or two a day. You're, you're getting sugars um, from sweet items. Well, if you take all of that stuff out at once, your body's not going to know what to do and it's going to backfire. And so what you want to do is, is slowly wean off of one item at a time. Uh, so take sodas. If you want to get rid of sodas and you're on a, say, say you drink three sodas a day, then don't just go cold turkey and go to zero because what's going to happen is physiologically you're going to have headaches because your body's not understanding how to process not having all that extra sugar. Um, and so you're going to get headaches and you're going to think, oh my gosh, I have to have a Coke because I need to settle down. Um, or you're going to have caffeine withdrawals. There's going to be something that's going to happen if you've been on a three Coke, a three soda a day uh, habit for years. And so what you want to do is you want to slowly wind wind it and say, okay, I'm going to do two a day for, you know, a week or two weeks and then go to one a day and then go to zero. And so now you're, you're around Valentine's day when you hit zero. Now you're six weeks in, you have a little bit more of a, of a track record. You have a little bit more of a history of, uh, you know, being solid in your ability to maintain change. And that's, that's a key piece in it. And so now you're building faith in your ability to maintain change at the same time that you're actually changing your health. Because oftentimes when you try and do something cold turkey on one day and make a massive change, you don't have faith that you can handle that. You don't have faith in, in your discipline to be able to maintain that. But if you do it slowly, you're going to build that faith. And at that point... Um, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel stronger about yourself. And then when you make the next change, you know that you can maintain it. And so you might be able to do it faster. I still wouldn't do cold turkey on anything that you have, uh, you know, what you would, that, that you know that you have a big problem with. But when you make those small changes and compound them one on top of the other, it builds your faith and your ability to have discipline to be able to maintain it. And that's, uh, that's key. And so then it becomes, you know, you're no longer looking at it going, well, you know, Sally over there has the best metabolism in the world, so she can eat whatever she wants. Um, or, or Johnny's never had to exercise, but he's real thin. And you, you don't compare yourself to those people. 
because maybe they do have the absolute best genes or um, you know the absolute best metabolism because that there are some people that are lucky like that. But the majority of people are not, and the majority of people um, have to have faith in their ability to maintain the discipline to be able to stick to a solid, healthy plan. And that's what um, that's what I want you to go into the new year with. So as you're sitting there and you're you're thinking, maybe I should have a New Year's resolution. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should work on my health in the new year. Maybe I shouldn't. If you're at a point where you're you know that you need to make some changes to your health, make the small changes. Don't necessarily go after the biggest change. You know, if you're um, if you're if you're drinking f- five sodas a day. And one candy bar a day. Well, let's try and do the candy bar first. Because being able to cut something out completely is going to make a bigger difference in your life and your ability to maintain that. Even though the sodas may be a bigger health issue for you uh, in the long run, the ability to say, I did something and completed it is going to be more beneficial to your faith and your discipline. So uh, with the candy bar thing in that situation, what I would do is say, you know what, let's do a candy bar every other day, and then every third day, and then every fourth day. And by the time you get to every fourth day, you're probably going to be like, I don't need it anymore. And so I'm not going to do it anymore. And then you can start attacking um, the soda issue. Or you might say, you know what, there's another issue that I can get rid of really easily before I do the soda issue um, to build a little bit more, more momentum, a little bit more faith in your ability to attack that one big thing that's really out there that's causing a problem. Um, you know, and, and oftentimes I, I say this with smoking too. Smoking's bad. Uh, smoking is a really bad health problem. But if, if you're smoking and you're doing a whole bunch of other things that are poor in your diet, change a few things in your diet first because as you do those, you're going to wean off the smoking because you'll start getting healthy internally and your body's going to start telling you how nasty that smoking habit is. And your body's going to be helping you um, subconsciously. Um, It's going to be helping you understand that you really do need to stop smoking. And you'll be less likely to simply take that smoking habit and move it on to a sugar habit or some other habit. So um, build some faith in your ability. Your ability does not have to be the best in the world. You don't have to be the smartest in the world. You just have to have faith in your ability to reach the goal that you want for you. And that's what it comes down to. It's faith in your ability to reach the goal that you want for you. And you can do it. You can do it. I've seen people do it. Um, I've seen people that have told me that they would never um, run a step. They'll walk. They'll ride a bike. They'll do something else. Uh, but from an exercise standpoint, they're like, I don't want to run. And then six months later, they're running a 5K and competing. Um, and, and when I say competing, I'm not talking about competing for the, the, the first place or an age group title or anything like that. But I'm saying that they're running with a, with a motivation to do well and not simply I'm out here um, because somebody made me do it. That's the difference. When I say competing, I mean because they're out there trying to do the best that they can. And that's all that matters is doing the best that you can. And you can do it. When it comes to your health, you can do it. 
it comes down to a faith in your ability. It's not a motivation thing. It's not a knowledge thing. It's a faith in your ability to maintain change. And that's the key. Um, and so once you start going through that, then once you start making preparation steps towards your health, then you have to honor that. And that becomes part of your discipline. And that becomes part of um, the, the solidifying the change that you want to make is telling yourself, I've already started this preparation for this new healthy lifestyle and I need to honor that. I need to honor everything that I've done to get to this point. It's not about simply the number on the scale or fitting into a dress. It's a healthy lifestyle for the rest of your life. And when you start on that direction, the way to maintain it, if, you, if you're struggling with that, is to think back and say, I have to honor all this work I put in. I have to honor the preparation that I put in to get the, the, the healthy lifestyle that I want. And so once you do that, then, um, then you've set yourself up for uh, success. You've set yourself up for a lifestyle to be able to maintain that. And, um, and it's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. There are going to be things in your life that you're going to be able to do because you have a healthy lifestyle that otherwise you would not have been able to do. Um, and that's, uh, that's what faith in your ability uh, will get you. Um, is the ability to have a life that uh, gives you things that otherwise you would not have received. So uh, that's my message for uh, this Christmas episode. Uh, I hope all of y'all that are out there and celebrating have a great day. I uh, hope you're able to get some time away from uh, work on this holiday season. And uh, as you prepare for the new year, think about the changes that you want to make. You think about them in a long-term aspect um, and when you start that preparation, make sure you honor that preparation to make that change. Thanks for checking out the All in Health and Wellness Confidence Through Health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life.